You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome back. Lake Show, News Talk, 830-WCCO. Earlier today, Major League Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred said the league is prepared for whatever happens with Diamond Sports Group after the, the, the uh, financially troubled parent company of 19 Bally Sports Regional Networks skipped about $140 million in interest payments that were due today. Now, those missed payments started a 30-day grace period that could preclude to a bankruptcy filing, which could possibly lead to some changes in how televised games are made available to viewers. So when I saw this and a lot of people discussing it and having thoughts and opinions about it, I said, I want to get somebody on to speak about what does this mean? How does Major League Baseball kind of navigate these new, maybe unchartered territory here? And we got the perfect guest. He has a great article on Sportico, the business of sports right now. It says Diamond's expected bankruptcy likely to take shape in the shadows. His name is Michael McCann, legal expert at Sportico. I've been following him for years uh, when he was doing stuff with SI. Give him a follow on Twitter at McCann Sports Law. And he joins us now, courtesy of the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. First off, Michael, I appreciate you uh, being on the show tonight. You got it, Henry. Thanks for the nice words and thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you on. And let, let's just dive right into it. This. I mean, this situation, as we're getting ready for, I mean, we got pitchers and catchers reporting to, to Major League Baseball spring trainings today, and now we're, you know, in this situation where Diamond Sports Group is not able to make their payments, and now it looks like, you know, we've got a lot of maybe issues with how baseball is going to be televised moving forward, and we're one of those markets that is part of that whole, like, the Bally Sports uh, North is is one of the regional networks and Sinclair Broadcast Group. What what position do you feel like Major League Baseball is in specifically today with looking at how all of this is kind of playing out in real time? Yeah, so it's a complicated situation for the reasons that you outlined. You, you have a company that, from everything we know, is having serious financial distress, and it's a company that has a major role in how baseball fans and also basketball and hockey fans watch games across the country and a bankruptcy process doesn't necessarily mean that fans won't be able to watch games. I I actually think all of the leagues that are impacted will step up to make sure that their fans are going to be able to watch games in one way or another, whether that's direct streaming on websites, uh, whatever it may be. I, I can't imagine that, Major League Baseball or the NBA or NHL—they're not quite as affected because most of their seasons are, uh, most of the seasons in those leagues are, are, are complete. But they're in the same boat to, to be in a position where 
this 30-day grace period that you referenced, it's going to end in the middle of March. Presumably, there will be a, a filing for bankruptcy during that time, maybe closer to the end of that grace period, but at some point. And you're going to have RSNs in a position where they're not meeting the contracts, broadcasting contracts. Teams could conceivably get out of those contracts, or the RSN might get, get out of those contracts. Maybe they're not worth as much. And I think that's part of this as well, that so many people are cutting the cord that some of the regional sports networks, some of these broadcast deals are, are sort of predicated on an economy where people watch cable, and we know that that's changing. Yeah, and, and you're 100% right. And this impacts 14 Major League Baseball teams, 16 NBA franchises, and 12 NHL teams. Now, Manfred said that Diamond has told Major League Baseball it intends to pay its baseball teams, but he called it um, an, quote, unfolding story that could change. And he said that they are prepared, no matter what happens, with respect to Diamond, to make sure the games are available to their fans in their local markets. We think it it could be uh, both linear in the traditional cable bundle and digitally on its own platforms. Now, that's interesting in looking at that, Michael. And the reason why I say that is let's just keep it here local. Bally Sports North as a network, they literally just rolled out an app like less than like nine months ago. And when we start talking about people stepping away from cable and cutting the cord and stuff like that and going to all of these different, you know, apps and stuff, like it seems like all of that's in jeopardy. Yeah, it, it uh, I mean, because as you're hitting at, Henry, that, that, that all of this is occurring in this larger snowball effect, right, with people cutting the cord and people getting rid of cable and watching different streaming apps. And, and baseball and the other leagues are sort of caught up in the middle of it where there are these broadcasting contracts that are really based on an economy that's rapidly shifting, really a set of technology that's rapidly shifting in terms of how people watch games. Uh, I, I teach at a law school, and I always ask my students, how are you watching games? And every year, more and more don't watch them on TV. They're watching them on their phone. They're watching them on their computer. It, it's just changing really quickly. And here, you know, at the end of the day, I suspect that Diamond will work out an arrangement with uh, for their RSNs and with the, the various interests that uh, have claims against them to work through a reorganization. And and chances are, I don't want to say it's as a fact, but chances are fans probably aren't going to be greatly impacted in the short term by what's going on in terms of a bankruptcy process. And, and certainly Diamond intends to pay. But once it goes to bankruptcy, if they don't agree on how it's going to work out, then it becomes contentious. Then it becomes who has a secured claim, who has an unsecured claim, where are you on the list? It gets really ugly quickly. Now, I don't know, I don't know if that's going to happen here. But it's really a complicated financial mess that has so many fans potentially impacted in ways that, that they don't want to deal with, right? I mean, people mm-hmm. want to go watch their games. They don't want to deal with bankruptcy proceedings. They want, they want to go watch you know, the Twins, uh, you know, the T-Wolves, et cetera. Yep. We're talking to attorney, law professor, and legal expert for Sportico, Michael McCann here on The Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. Uh, give him a follow on Twitter at McCann Sports Law. All right, so this is, I'm not sure if this necessarily fits into the conversation, but I'm, I'm going to ask the question anyway. Um, I am one of those individuals that in the pandemic, I'm trying to figure out and navigate like my viewing options, right? So at one point I had YouTube TV. 
then I ended up with Hulu. I have both Hulu Live and I also have like traditional cable to make sure that I have Bally Sports North. My question is this, though. When you look at the streaming options between YouTube TV and Hulu Live and stuff like that, they don't have channels like Bally Sports North a part of the package. They don't have the Sinclair Broadcast uh, Group uh, Incorporated. How much did that impact all of this down the pipe in terms of in terms of people kind of shying away and maybe them losing money and it kind of snowballing for them with regards to all of this? Yeah, I mean, the, the package that you described is expensive, right? Because you've got cable, plus you, you have those apps. It starts to, I mean, we know how expensive cable TV is uh, month to month. I mean, what you're describing is expensive, and I'm in the same boat. So I, I, I get I get what you're saying. And I think it does provide the RSN some leverage that they're not available on these streaming networks for now. I mean, that could change. I mean, take baseball. Baseball has a really good digital operation. I don't think it's inconceivable to think that baseball could decide to just stream games directly. Uh, not that people would you know, still you know, watch them on the baseball network. I mean, there's ways of doing this that might circumvent some of the cable companies in a way that would be really disrupt- disruptive for the cable industry but might be beneficial to consumers. How does this affect, at least for the short term, the, the team's broadcast rights and just in, in terms of the whole money and all of that? I think in the short term, there probably isn't a major change. I think most likely that is, this ends up being less dramatic than it sounds, that mm-hmm. Diamond does file for bankruptcy, but it's part of a preplanned package where the court is told essentially, look, we have an agreement with the creditors. Here's how we want to do it. Judge, will you okay this? And the judge probably will. And fans won't notice any difference. I, I think that's the most likely outcome. To me, where it's really going to get interesting is what happens going forward. Will this change the calculus for the leagues and teams in terms of how they're broadcasting games, particularly baseball, given that the season has so many games and that so many games are, are locally broadcast rather than nationally broadcast? Do they want to re- revisit the model of having regional sports networks be the primary provider of games? And as people increasingly turn to watching through apps, through streaming technologies, I, I think it really puts cable companies in a tough spot where some of their marquee products might not be so exclusive anymore. You know, Michael, I'm so happy that you've joined us because the, one of the first things that I thought about when I saw all this today was because this affects us all too. And luckily, I, this is just another uh, app or, or, or channel that I have. I thought about Major League Soccer. And the fact that they have that relationship now with Apple, right? And so I'm like, I wonder how we move forward with all of the various different sports leagues, whether it's, I know that the NHL, they've got their deal with their back on ESPN and, and stuff like that. And I know that there's even some, some speculation that NBC could be back in the running for trying to go after the NBA, like back in the day when you had Bob Casas and the crew. Yeah. But, but at the end of the day, when, you know, when I look at Apple and I look at the MLS, um, and, and that model, I wonder if at some particular point, Major League Baseball will maybe look to go that route. Yeah, I, I think your point about Apple and Major League Soccer is a great one, right? That I mean, it certainly it's a huge benefit to Major League Soccer, a league that I think has struggled traditionally to to really compete with the four major leagues, to now be p- partnered with a company like Apple, 
And although Apple TV is relatively new, its subscription base, from what I know, is is growing, and there's some good content on it. I have to think that other leagues. Now, I don't know if the money is going to work out. It mm-hmm. may not be as lucrative that Apple deal as what you know, the NBA can get through its broadcast partners. But I think as more and more people stream, the the economic questions change because the streaming companies now have more subscribers. They can charge more. Uh, you know, look, look at Netflix, right? They're now sort of cracking down on people using different, uh, you know, different pass, uh, di- different user accounts in different houses. That because they have leverage to do that. And, and I've got to think that the Apple MLS deal, maybe we're not going to see that in the short term with the four major leagues, but it, all it takes is one of them to do it. Yep. And it would be a game changer. Yep. Hey, he's a great follow. Give him a follow on Twitter. Uh, phenomenal stuff. McCann Sports Law, legal expert for Sportico. He has just joined us here on The Lake Show. Hey, Michael, uh, continue success, my friend, and thanks for, so much for coming on the show tonight. You too. Thanks, Henry. Have a good one. All right. Take care. That's Michael McCann joining us here on The Lake Show, courtesy of the John Schuster Coa Banker Hotline. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Let's get into a scoreboard. That's next here on The Good Name. All right. Welcome back. And don't forget, it's a Wolves Wednesday. Your chance to catch the Minnesota Timberwolves in action next week, Friday the 24th. They host the Mellow Ball in the Charlotte Hornets. Be the third caller to 651-461-9226 when you hear the Wolves howl. you got to hear that in one of these commercial breaks, and you'll win that four-pack of tickets to see the Wolves next Friday. That's their first game out of the All-Star break. Also, we're getting ready to do a scoreboard, okay? And one of the things that me and Chris Tubbs are pledging to try to do here um, for the remaining portion of the basketball, high school basketball mm-hmm. season, as well as the uh, the high school hockey season, yep. is that we will try to effort to get on the scoreboard uh, meaningful games reported and scores. One of the things that I do want to note, and Chris backs me up on this, is that there's a couple things that should be um, acknowledged. This show is on now from 6 until 9. It is not on the previous slot, which was 9 to 1 which made it easy for us to roll out high school scores, specifically football, basketball, so on and so forth, when you're getting the scores in. Right now, Chris is trying to effort to try to find scores for a certain, and it's it's not the same. No, it, it, some, it is Some things not. are not being reported necessarily, yeah, right? It, it, yeah, it, it is because – Because it's earlier in the, in the night. Yeah, before we did the scoreboard, I want to say at like 10, 15, 10, yep. 20, something like that. And at that point, like a lot of these football games, everything was – you know, the finals were rolling in, so it was easier to kind of have some fun with it. When you're talking about basketball – And Friday Night Lights is different anyway. Completely <laughs> different. Yeah, high school football – it's it's a different beast, and we all know it is, and that's no disrespect to any of the other sports. No, it's not. But and I'm a hoops guy. Yeah, and, and you know, right now I'm looking at the schedule. Some of these games started at five thirty. We're two hours later. I don't see anything. Like, give me, give me one, give me one, one, one that you're looking at right now. That you're trying um, to find a score to. Uh, here's Monticello and Fridley. That started at six o'clock tonight. Okay. That's and, and I I assume this is varsity. Because it doesn't give me the JV, because JV normally starts no, 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 no. 4.30-ish or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've got a lot of these games that you know are, are set to tip off at 7. Well, some of these might be in the first quarter. Unless you're following these live yep. and the streams and everything is, is instantaneous, 
it is hard to get this information. So and it, it, it just yeah. it just is what it is. And we're going to effort to do it. Absolutely. No no question about it. Um cuz we do care. Yes. Um absolutely. it's it's a, it's 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 a different way that you have to go about it now. It's earlier and it's during yes. the week. It, it it's different doing a 6 to 9 show and doing a 9 to 1 show. Okay. Yes, light years. But let's okay. do a scoreboard. All right, let's, let's do it. See, I had the music rolling and everything. Look at me being prepared. You know what we actually need? You, you, this is a keep now? it real moment. You know what we actually need? Okay. is somebody with big pockets uh-huh. that loves high school sports, like loves, loves, loves. Yeah. How about we have a local network? No, I'm dead serious. I, I'm not even joking. <laughs> I'm not even joking. That has a network that's dedicated to whether it's high school hockey mm-hmm. High school basketball games. You talk about just like broadcasting? Yes. Well, I mean, there are several broadcasting outlets that are out there streaming, but everybody's all disjointed. You got like these people doing this, these people doing this. Uh, No, I'm talking about over the television. Over the television. Yes. And and we know that that, like that's that's a a real investment. You Mm -hmm. look, we're in a studio. We have four televisions up. We've had monitors here. We don't, (laughs) we can't look at a million different streams and do the show at the same time. No, we can't. And I can't do that when I'm at Target Center. What? No, you can't. Uh, you know, let's, uh, boy. But let's yeah. go, let's try. Let's go, yeah. All right. I'm excited. Ooh. I'm energized now. You See, I think you just got your second win there, Ace Lake. I got pep in my step. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's well, go. you've got a pep in your step, and uh, so do the uh, Charlotte Hornets. By the way, the team that you can watch play the Wolves a week from Friday when you hear the howl. Uh, right now, they are up on the San Antonio Spurs, 70-62. to 62. Uh, LaMelo Ball already with a double-double. He is one assist shy of a triple-double I, w- with nine minutes left to go in the third quarter. Let me say something real quick. Okay. and I'm not trying to – You wish I'm, we would have picked LaMelo Ball over Anthony. No. I know, I know. Of course. I know. Yeah, sure. Sure. I'm not trying to push him out because I love him. Mm-hmm. But I don't like to see him lose. I think that Pop should think about retiring. No, no I'm dead serious. I, Greg Popovich is one of the all-time greats. It sucks to see San Antonio be bad. I, I mean, it's... I'm dead serious. He's been through a rebuild before. But, yeah, I, I don't know the next time he's the going Calvary's to... The Calvary's not coming, man. No. Like, Are they in the... Uh, who's the kid? The Victor... Um, the international kid that everybody's oh, yeah. trying to get? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if he's in the it's, it's, to get It's him. not Tim Duncan, not David Robinson. Manu Ginobili's not walking through that door, okay? <laughs> Tony Parker's not. <laughs> Big shot Bob Robert Ory's not walking through that the door. Victor's walking through that door. <laughs> the uh, Bulls up on the Pacers, 58-42. to 42. Zach Levine, uh, 17.7 boards for the Bulls. The 76ers right now having no problems with Cleveland. Four minutes left to go in the first half. 53-35. Sixers up on the Cavs. Trust the process. Yeah, right now, James Harden, 11 points, 9 assists. He's uh, He could have a double-double by the half for the Sixers. The Knickerbockers up on the Atlanta Hawks. Jalen Brunson, 12 points for the Knicks. Right now, they are up by 21. Two and a half left to go in the second period. The second quarter, rather, first half. Celtics up on the Pistons, 66-51 at the half. Uh, Bojan Bogdanovic. 12 points for Detroit, and uh, Malcolm Brogdon coming back from the Achilles injury. He's got 18 for the Celtics. Heat up on the Nets, 50-46. to 46. 
Uh, Malcolm Bridges came over in the Phoenix deal with uh, Kevin Durant, 14 points to pace the Nets. Grizzlies up on the Jazz, 26-19, two minutes left to go in the first quarter. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., everybody's favorite all-star, six points for the Grizz. Thunder, they are up on the Rockets, 26-16. Later on tonight, the Nuggets hosting the Mavs. The Lakers are hosting the Pelicans. Let's get to the NHL. The Minnesota Wild in action. They're going to tip, or they're going to uh, drop the puck in about an hour at the X. Big game because uh, why so late? Oh, it has to be because of national television. Yeah, yep, you know, what? and I should have known that before I even asked yep. because a friend of mine she works for TNT. She's been in town for like the last three or four days, so okay. I should have known that. Yep, the uh, Wild hosting the Avalanche. Both those teams, by the way, sixty-one points. So this becomes a big game tonight for the Wild. And, I mean, they got to get off the schneid right now. But the Wild are hosting the Avs uh, starting in an hour. One game currently underway. The Maple Leafs over the Blackhawks 4-2. to two. Coyotes hosting the Lightning later on. Red Wings are in Edmonton taking on Connor McDavid and the Oilers. Ducks hosting Sabres. And the Rangers are in Vancouver taking on the Canucks. Let's get to some top 25 basketball here quick. Yeah, How about quick, the yeah. first-ranked, uh, top-ranked Alabama Right now, uh, they've got 12 minutes left to go in the second half. They are trailing Tennessee 44 to 40. Alabama perfect 12 and 0 in the SEC. Seventh ranked Virginia, the Cavs up on Louisville 46 44. Louisville, this would be their fourth win of the year. Surprisingly, 16th ranked Xavier over 11th ranked Marquette 49 46 in the second half, halfway through that. 14th ranked Indiana at Northwestern, 22nd ranked TCU at 19th ranked Iowa State and a 21st ranked San Diego State there at Fresno State. All right, that's going to wrap up the scoreboard. We appreciate you uh, um, giving us that opportunity to kind of explain how we're going to try to navigate the scoreboard moving forward when we can get those high school scores in. But coming up next, we'll take a look at the local weather meteorologist Paul Douglas and Jerry Segoda about a situation involving Minnesota United soccer and the importance of Tiger Woods being able to impact the PGA this year. we get to that next year on The Lake Show. And like I just mentioned, Let's talk to Jerry Zagoda from the Minneapolis Star Tribune, the man, the myth, the legend. He joins us now on the John Schuster Coa Banker Hotline. He covers MLS soccer, also covers the PGA Tour and LPGA as well. Uh, Jerry, I appreciate you uh, joining me on this uh, this Wednesday evening. You're welcome, H. Can I just call you H? You can call me H, man. You can call me H. You can call me H Lake. You can call me Lake. You can whatever, whatever you want to call me, man. You know, I got several nicknames. Yeah, that's like me. I've had nicknames ever since I was a kid. What? Is, what is your nickname? Oh, I've like got like on the on, what, what, on, what, on the beat on the beat on the beat. What do people call you? Z Man. Z Man. Okay. Yep. All right. So wait. So basically, hold on. So basically, you have a barbecue sandwich named after you in Kansas City called the Z Man. Is there? I didn't realize that. Oh, well, you've never had... Is it named after me? (laughs) It it probably isn't named after you, but the next time that you go to Kansas City, you got to go to uh, Joe's KC and have the Z-Man. Oh, it's phenomenal, man. What distinguishes itself from everything else? What's the Kansas City barbecue, bro? It's the Kansas City barbecue, and it's it's the sauce that goes on it. It's like, it's, it's, it's really good. I don't know everything that's on the sandwich, but just trust me, it's delicious. Sounds like it's worth a trip. And and I think that you should just go ahead and just, you know, promote the lie and just say it's named after me, Jerry Zagoda, <laughs> the Z-Man. Yeah. All right, let, let's get into a few things. There's a couple things I wanted to get into with you uh, tonight. And the first is, um, 
What is going on with this situation with uh, Emmanuel Reynoso from Minnesota United, the midfielder? He's been suspended without pay for failure to report to preseason training. I know that uh, I was texting back and forth about a week and a half ago with um, with goalkeeper Dane St. Clair because whenever he's going to, you know, go and do something and watch the Wolves game. He'll check in with me to see if I'm going to be around the arena. or And, and we have a relationship outside of just him uh, being uh, one of the Minnesota United players. But um, I know that they were heading to go to Palm Springs. The news came out, what was it, middle of last week, that they were suspending him without pay. So give me some of the background to this entire situation because I'm wondering how much of it is tied into the off-the-field stuff that occurred with him um, back home. Well, they they announced a suspension uh, Friday afternoon news dump, very late Friday afternoon that he was suspended without pay. I mean, it's it, it is mysterious. They're they're you know they haven't called it anything more than personal matters. When it started out, he was just going to miss a day or two, you know, when camp opened up almost five weeks ago now, and then it was uh, you know a week, and oh yeah, he could he should be here tomorrow, and then it just kept going on and on. And I've been told that it is not to do with his legal problems, which he had a year ago, although he could be facing a trial there. Whether that means it's just a family issue. Um, the interesting thing, a couple of weeks ago, there came out reports out of Europe, out of Brazil, his name linked to transfers. You know, whether this is an act, you know, because no one is really saying what it is. You you, you, you want to speculate and, uh, you know, is, is this him trying to force to get his way out of here? I don't know why, because he's got a new contract he signed in the last September. He hasn't even played a, a day under it yet. It didn't kick in till, till this year, and I'm guessing it's got to be close to $2 million a year. So, you know, that's that's money that he's uh, not getting right now while he's suspended without pay. But uh, um, it is it, it is curious, and it doesn't really help. You know, they really haven't said what it is or, you know, what's going to take to resolve it. Yeah. Well, he is 27. Um, he did sign that new contract last September uh, to keep him with Minnesota and in the MLS until 2026. But how concerned, like if, if you're a Minnesota United fan or ticket uh, ticket holder right now and you're excited for the season, how concerned should they be right now? Well, a couple things. You know, they they had their the two players, Kervin Ariaga and Joseph Rosales, went home to uh, – um, Honduras this week to work on getting their green cards. Luis Amarillo's working to get one, two, which would open up roster spots, which would, you know, throughout training camp, um, Adrian Heath says, we're going to add players. We want to add players. You know, they were trying different formations. They're doing different things here in, in, in Palm Springs. Are they, how much of that they're doing it with thinking he may not be back, you know, at, uh, first you thought, oh, yeah, it's going to only be you know, in a couple of weeks or it'll be by uh, the season opener. Well, the season opener is coming up here awful fast a week from Saturday. So um, we'll, we'll see. But uh, I, I kind of got the feeling the last couple of days that, that, you know, they're turning towards the future thinking not when, but maybe, you know, if if he'll be back. Mm. Well, that's that's going to be interesting. We're all going to be paying attention and keeping an eye on that because he is a star and a big name here in uh, in Minnesota and with uh, MLS soccer. We're talking to Jerry Zagoda from the uh, from the uh, Minneapolis uh, Star Tribune, joining us here on the Lake Show on News Talk eight three zero WCCO. Give him a follow on Twitter at Jerry Zagoda. All right, what right now? Um, and I don't want you to make predictions, but what would you say are reasonable expectations? And I guess this could be kind of a two-parter. 
like with Reynoso and without him, um, there were some guys that started to play well last year, and I think that Dane St. Clair from a goalkeeping uh, situation, he stepped forward. He took a major step forward, uh, MLS All-Star uh, MVP. What, what, what are just your general thoughts on the other uh, club? Well, it's hard to, to separate the two between Reynoso and without Reynoso. Yep. Because um, they're, they're back in kind of an interesting thing if you, if you just throw them out of the equation for, for the moment. You know, they went out and they signed about three veterans for really cheap uh, salary cap things, uh, uh, contracts and um, for this season. But, uh, you know, they, they've got this kind of mix of older guys now, the Boxels and DeBossi, who's hurt, and the last couple of years they've invested in these younger guys. Uh, I'm not going to try to pronounce his whole name, but Bongi, uh, Mender Garcia. Um, they got a couple new uh, center backs, one from Sweden and uh, the Tapias from, uh, from uh, Mexico. Um, and then they got a, a kid from uh, who's played like 18, 20 games with, uh, with the Galaxy, uh, Cameron Dunbar. So you, the question is, out of those guys, you know, who comes forth? They're, they're going to, you know, they're trying to get younger, faster, and keep up with the the way the MLS is changing. But um, uh, you know, w- without Reynoso, then the question becomes: Okay, if they can create roster spots, say there's a transfer, they get some money back. It's who who can they go out and get to 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 replace them, whether yeah. it's his position or some other position to get them to get them scoring and playmaking. Jerry, let, let's transition to something else that you cover, and that's uh, the PGA. And I know that there's um, a lot of talk about Tiger Woods and people are talking about the Genesis Invitational and everything. But, you know, as we look at Tiger Woods and we know that he's never going to be 100% healthy and it's going to be kind of a touch-and-go situation, it seems like, from one tournament to the next. But what do you make of the importance of Tiger Woods as being able to impact the PJ in a positive way Um you know, this, this, this season, because to me, as much as I love Tiger Woods and as much as I love watching golf, I hate the thought of it all hinging on whether Tiger's going to be available from one week to the next or from one month to the next. Well, just from judging on, you know, kind of the, the web traffic, you're watching stuff, you know, I was watching over the weekend, you know, they had a pretty good leaderboard. Scotty Scheffler wins, Rom's on it, Justin Thomas, Jason Day, Spieth, those guys. And then, but all the thing I'm hearing on the ch- chatter is, uh, you know, Tiger's committed to play in LA at the Genesis this week, which will be his first non-major in two years. This is a two-year anniversary of that, almost uh, of that um, car accident he had. That was the week of the Genesis. The Monday morning after that, he was going somewhere early, and that's when he had the crash. And uh, you know, ha- has been really limited since then. I think his swing is probably still there, but uh, you know, can he walk? 72 holes anymore because yeah. uh you know that thing is still, still a big issue although tiger's tiger i was reading the story this today that you know this morning he was out there hitting balls they had to put lights up for him because it was before the sunrise he was going off at 6 30 to, to play at uh to get a practice round in a genesis so you know it's him, still him uh being him but uh uh whether that leg and the, that foot can carry him you know We'll see. Uh, I don't think he's played a tournament, has he, since the no. the Open Championship last uh, last summer, and and uh, I don't remember where it was, but somewhere in England or Scotland. Man, I look forward to uh, to seeing him back out there. But uh, yeah, we've seen the best of uh, of Tiger Woods. But I think that even though we're never going to see Tiger Woods healthy again, it's still Tiger Woods, and people will be clamoring and chomping at the bit just to see him out there at some point in time. Hey, well, Jerry. Well, yeah, go ahead. 
I mean, you know, as long, long as he's still out there, even you, know, you get all these great young guys, the ones that haven't gone to leave golf anyways, but uh, it's still people want to, they're fascinated with, with Tiger no matter who comes up. Yep, exactly. Hey, Jerry, man, always a pleasure to have you on the show, and I look forward to seeing you in the, the press box at the Allianz Field here real soon. All right. Good all talking right. to you. All right, take care. That's Jerry Zagoda talking Minnesota United soccer and uh, PGA Tour here on the Lake Show. Uh, congratulations to Robert Nelson from Andover. He won the four-packet tickets. He'll be cheering on the Wolves. He better be when they take on the Charlotte Hornets next Friday. We'll take a break. We'll come back, wrap up the hour next. I mean, that sucks a little bit. Not that we talked to Jerry Zagoda because we love Jerry. We wanted him to be on the show. But that Reynoso, we might not have him. He's your best guy. I mean, yeah. th- that's that's – not good. Imagine the Vikings without Justin Jefferson. Well, it kind of reminds you of the uh, Kirill Kaprizov when you thought that, you know, was he even going to be able to get back to the States? That's a great point. For the wild. That's so. a great point. Yeah, this is this is worse than that, though. It's not ideal. Like, Kirill wasn't suspended with, without pay. <laughs> no. No, I mean, there, there's a lot. It was, and, like, it was like, where's Waldo with yeah, Kirill? Th- We're like, where is he? We need to make sure he's safe. Yeah, this... There's a lot going on with this, and I mean, I, I've i tried to just look at it on the surface because I figure with, with all of these and all the stuff that's going on that we don't know about, it's better to just let somebody like Jerry Zagoda, who's on the beat, let him deal with all the messiness, and then he just regurgitates it to us. But yeah, it's it's not ideal to have your best player like indefinitely away yes. from the team. Yes, yes. Have you been to Allianz Field yet? Yes, I have. Oh, you've been to a, a Minnesota United soccer match? I have, there. yes. What'd you think? I liked it. I liked it. I got a, a friend of mine in uh, Wausau, Wisconsin that I work with in Sioux Falls, and he's a, a big MLS fan. So uh, he took me, you know, he, a friend of his has season tickets, and he's like, hey, you know, I got these tickets. You want to go? And so I met him at Allianz, uh, met him at a brewery close by, had a couple of drinks, and Went over to the uh, Allianz. And it was, it was you even time. got tanked and met at Allianz. You uh, got, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you were like knocking them back. Uh, I mean, I was singing what the. the uh, and then once you got in there, you went to the brew hall and knocked hey, a few man. more back. You know what? The United got shut out, but I think I was still singing Wonderwall. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if you're supposed to sing it. I think you're supposed to sing it when I win. Yes. But I just wanted to sing it. You know? <sighs> That's all. You were singing a cappella. Oh, are you kidding? Totally sing a cappella. All right, so let, let me. I, I do got to mention something, and okay. I know that we, you know, pitchers and catchers reporting and all that stuff, whatever. And we had inside twins earlier. It's baseball season. I'm not ready to apologize because I didn't. I didn't throw shade. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't say anything derogatory. I didn't slander them. But I was open about the new uniforms and hats and, and the new, you know, stuff. They were so the Twin Cities one. Love it, like the cream color. Oh, th- that's one of the best jerseys in sports. Wow. Okay. In all of sports, I like it. I dig it. In all the sports, but I wasn't really feeling some of the other stuff. That hat that you have on right now. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's growing on me. I got to be honest. It okay, still I, reminds me of the Marlins stuff. I thought, I thought you were going to be triggered. I'm like, no, it's okay. it's 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 growing on me. Okay, it's growing on me. All right, I see you, CK. Shout yeah. out, CK. Look I see that. I see you, girl.
All right, uh, coming up next, we're going to talk to a soccer legend himself, Tony Sana, his gala for goals coming up this weekend on Saturday. We'll talk to him about that next, benefiting the Sana Foundation. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 